Aw, oh, shit. I'm lagging balls. That's right. Lagging balls. Your community-focused World of Warcraft podcast. For the people, by some people. With your hosts, Thorn and Fist. We love you. And we actually do. We have such a healthy relationship with you guys. You're such good listeners. <laughs> I see what you did there. And they heard it. Oh, wow. You're right. And we couldn't help but notice that we just passed the 90th episode mark, which means... Which means the 100th episode is just on the horizon. So what are we going to do? There's really only one thing we can do. Uh, 24. Four-hour live streaming webcam podcast? 24-hour live streaming webcam podcast! <gasps> really, though? Like, 24 whole hours of podcasting? Yes, more or less. Okay, I'm game. So, that's one hour of your standard lagging balls podcast content, and then what? And then who knows? I'm sure we could get some ideas somehow. <gasps> Please help us! <laughs> LB Newsline. News you can use, unless you refuse. So, um, just before we get into a whole ton of news, um, we would we just wanted to acknowledge AIE and let them know that we are thinking of them today as they lost a dear friend. So. Yeah, and they've done a ton of really wonderful um, commemorations of that in game. Yeah, in game that they they've sh- shared on Twitter and that and you know so great. Absolutely. So, uh, so um, we experienced hatching of the hippogriffs. And it was really, really nice. It was really cute. It was. Um, basically, it was two days. Of you go to, or you went to, because it's over, because it was only two days, and that was a few days ago. So you do the math. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, so you go to... Uh, Feralis. Feralis and... Uh, oh, Feralis? How do, you, how do you pronounce that? Feralis. Feralis. It's like feral. Feralis. Feralis. So you go to Feralis. And you got these eggs, right? And they're in nests. And, like, you incubate them. Like, you put your body heat on the egg. Like, you sit on it. You stand on it. I was actually um, mounted when I sat on my egg. And I was like, this ain't right. So I sat on it myself. (laughs) Egg hatches. You get this little hippogriff on your shoulder. Um, He emotes occasionally. Makes cute noises. And then once you had him, uh, this rare... Well, I guess it's not so rare, but this this great big... um, giant see-through hippogriff boss um, became hostile and he dropped an item which increased the duration of the hippogriff on your shoulder to five days instead of like one day yeah yeah i got it and i forgot to equip it and then i logged out and when i logged back in it was gone so i only had my hippogriff for a short time but it was really nice well i have mine for the five days so that's good it's just nice that it chirps on your shoulder from time to time and it's like oh it's it's being bored right now, or, oh, it's learning something, or yeah. it would like to see more of the world. It's really cute. It's yeah. kind of like, it kind of reminded me of, um... Free feather hatchlings, right? Fucking, what's up, huh? Children's Week. Reminded me of Children's Week. Oh, yeah, taking taking the little ones around. Yeah, taking them around. Um, uh, when you have the hippogriff on your shoulder, though, it, it uh, t- takes away your helm and your shoulders, so I'm just like, girl... <laughs> you better know what's it's been, up. It's been nice, but gets to gets to flying. Yeah, yeah. Just, just, <laughs> just. You know, I've got, I've got a rep to protect. I've got a really nice mog. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So if you could, you know. Yeah. But uh, overall, I thought that this was exactly what a micro holiday should be. You know, it's it's absolutely not mandatory whatsoever. Yeah. But it was it, nice, though. It's nice. It's fun. It was relatively easy. And you had something to show for it for a little while, you know, and and since you don't get to keep the, the hippogriff, it, it wasn't a matter of like, oh, I have to drop everything and do this to collect the thing, you know, like, because there's so much in the game that makes you feel like you need to go and get it before it's gone, you know, like right. there's so much, but there should be things that are just fleeting and, and nice to appreciate while in the moment and stuff like that. And, and it's really nice to look like over the past year. And a bit, World of Warcraft's calendar has just got like it's getting fuller and fuller with more stuff, like with bonus weekends and things like that. And I think that it should be full all the time. I think that there should be something going on like every couple of days. Yeah. And it's 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 just really nice because sometimes at end game you're just like, 
I don't feel like doing Mythic Keystone Dungeons. Yep. I feel like running to for a little or less <laughs> and acquiring a hippogriff for yeah. a set number of hours. You know? Yeah. So it Yeah, was, it was cute. It was simple. It was didn't take long to do and you get a little fun little thing that's out of it that's temporary and yeah. Yeah. It's exactly what a micro holiday should be. It's perfect. Perfect. Loved it. Really did. But more exciting than uh, baby hippogriffs certainly <laughs> was the uh, Legion Q and A that of, that happened on Thursday. Oh yeah, uh, featuring Ian has Augustus, oh. uh, and uh, <clears throat> it was on Thursday. Did I say that already? Um, what? No, no, you didn't. It was on. Keep going. Thursday, and Ian was there. <laughs> Who else was there? <laughs> uh, Lore. Was anybody else? There? Oh, okay, okay, good. But Ian was there too, and uh, he was there <laughs> on Thursday, and so. The uh, the Q and A was really great. Um, it addressed a lot of. It was honestly, base, honestly, basically, literally, kind of, except it was. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> can we just okay? Um, but most of it was about um, artifact power and legendaries, and you know, looking forward to patch seven point two and what's going to be going on and what they're fixing and and all that stuff. And that stuff is great. Um, it's a lot of it is very technical. There was a question about tank trinkets and stuff like that. And, and, uh, again, like this podcast, we're, we're light, you know, we're light. Yeah. Yeah. We're light. We don't, we don't want to get too much too into it. Um, but, uh, we have the links to not only the, the, the entire video It was like an hour and three minutes long. I'm, I think. And, uh, you think, I think you know exactly how long it, it might is. Be. I'm not to sure. The minute, um, the second, <laughs> but, um, um, we have the link to that, and we also have the link to the Wowhead sort of breakdown of it, in case you don't have time to watch the whole thing. But one question um, and one answer that I that I really thought was different and interesting um, was, okay, well, the question was, Mythic Raiders seem to be burning out faster than ever due to the grind. Are there any plans to address that? And uh, it was kind of cool, because like, this question was, it was more about the player psyche, like how how players feel. And it just seems like in a lot of Q and A's and 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 blue posts and things like that, it's it's all you know game tech and updates and and things like that. But it's it's just it's so cool to hear a developer, let alone the game director, talk about yeah. the psyche of raiders ra- totally. and Absolutely. players. Yeah. So I I kind of broke it down because I just I think it was really cool. But um, so Ian says. Um, being in a mythic raiding guild is really hard. It's a drain on time and energy. And when major guilds disband, that doesn't reflect 20 or 40 people giving up. It's indicative of officers and leaders, for whatever reason, needing to leave the game. So, you know, they're putting in so much time and effort and maybe they're not, you know, getting what they want out of it. Maybe it's too much time. Maybe they don't have enough time IRL to, to give to the game or whatever. So... Hard times like those are placed squarely in the hands of officers and leaders, and it's up to them to recruit or promote the guild or even start over or give up or whatever. He's not saying that it that it's fine. Like, obviously, yes, some some mythic raiders seem to be burning out. Just with, like, the top raiding guilds disbanding within the past couple of years and stuff like that, like, it seems to be happening more often. He says that it's something they're going to address in 7.2 with lessening the pressure of artifact power grinding, etc. I think that was a huge, a huge point in the in the Q and A. But makes sense. Yeah, Ian actually put the blame squarely on some of the officers and leaders of Mythic Raid teams. He says that maybe there's a level to where being competitive isn't sustainable anymore, and it's not the right thing for WoW to support that actively. He says the game isn't meant to be played eighty hours a week. You heard it here, folks. <laughs> We're not meant to be playing 80 hours a week. We're going to, but we're not meant to. <laughs> um, but there's only so much that Blizzard can do to stop you from playing too much and burning out. Ian says there are plenty of guilds who don't invest so much time in progression in, in progression rating, and yet still expect their raiders to reach astronomical standards in gear and artifact power in their own personal time. So it's like, yeah, we're not, we're not going to raid so much that we get burnt out, but you have to come to raid with all of these things. Right. So they're, they're just trying to fix that. And ultimately, WoW should be a game that has goals to work towards, and they understand that not everyone has unlimited time to play. So they shy away from putting like harsh gates on things. And uh, doing things over and over in WoW will reward you, but there are personal consequences... They can't stop us from burning out or getting fed up or feeling pressure or pressuring others. 
all they can do is hope that we manage our time wisely. So it was just, it was really cool to, to hear Ian's perspective on that. And uh, it's, it's also really cool that they understand that maybe um, introducing artifact power and just the way that it is um, introduced a whole another level of pressure that can be put on you if you want to be in any kind of team. If you want to be the very best. Yeah, and it's, you know, it's a good point. The, the other thing to realize is the, the number of top-tier competitive raid teams that we're talking about here is just a tiny percentage of the actual player base. Absolutely. So this, this is an interesting question um, because it just, it's something that affects so few people. And, and I'm not trying to downplay what they do because what, what these guys do for this top-end raiding is amazing. Um, and it takes so much of their time. It's just a like job. you said. It's a job. It's literally a job. So that's why some of them have sponsors and things like that because they have to yeah. get paid to do this because it's so. But wow, isn't a job? You right. Know? Like right. you can't. And the sustainable part makes sense because the, the only time you have new content with which to do this stuff is at the beginning of the expansion. What about the rest of the time? Yeah. So it's just, anyway, interesting question. It's really cool to, to hear him delve into the, the psychological aspect. It was great to watch him do it, it too. Yeah. I bet. I bet it was. It was like three times, four times, five times. <laughs> So yeah, it's a fantastic Q&A. There's, there's lots of good stuff. Yeah, if you want to hear all the stuff about Artifact Power and Legendaries and all that, all the questions about that and all the, all the feedback and everything like that, then definitely watch it. We'll put the link in the show notes. Yeah, I highly recommend watching it. <laughs> it's a good time. There's also a link to the Wowhead um, roundup of it, so you can just kind of look at the high points and look yeah. at the info without having to watch the whole thing if you prefer not to watch, which some, some people, I, don't, I couldn't understand why, but some people Absolutely not. choose not to watch. I don't so. get it. It was a good time. The information's out there. It's always a good time. <laughs> what? So, whenever you log into World of Warcraft, assumedly you have to wait, you know, just a little while. Some longer than others, depending on whether or not you have loading screen sickness like I do. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh... I hope they fix that. Yeah, I can't believe how long your loading screens are. I know. But it's a good excuse to eat sandwiches and watch Q&As. Um, <laughs> but uh, there's always these, like, friendly little tips and reminders that that blizz gives you while you're sitting there waiting yeah assuming you're not watching a Q&A or stuffing your face but we we here at, at the lagging balls lab uh thought that that we would um you know kind of kind of give our give our own take on on these on these tips maybe you know if if blizz is looking for new ones they can you know please have at it we'd like to we'd love to supplement some of these tips <laughs> And, and we've got 20 of them, so... All right. Fuck. I mean, have at it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Why don't, why don't you start? Okay. How about you invest in a mini fridge to keep delicious drinks ice cold and to minimize getting up? That's a, that's a good thing. That's a good tip. That is a really good tip. Practical. Very practical. Um, how about never stand still in game. You will be ganked and teabagged. Oh, it's true. It's true. I you myself be... have been teabagged countless times sure, in the past yeah. week. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, you should be jumping at least, right? Yeah. Uh, if you go outside, you run the risk of not playing WoW. Oh, my God. That's so true. That's pro tips right here. Never leaving again. Um, <laughs> remember to be nice to other players, but not too nice, or they won't respect you. Oh, yeah. See, there's a, there's a fine line. Fine line. Right. And that's the kind of um, social interactivity that you only get to as an advanced player. Absolutely. Waiting on the loading screen is optimal food eating time and not before or after. See, I wrote that one. <laughs> Clearly, we were just talking about that. I recommend sandwiches. <laughs> Blizzard will never give you up or let you down. They probably wouldn't run around and desert you either, eh? <laughs> wow is just like real life sports, except without horrible butt clenching injuries. Ooh. Ooh, those are the worst. Did your butt clench when you read butt clenching? Yes. Mine's clenching right now. How did you know? I don't know. I could feel it, hear it, sense it. I don't know. I've got what? What kind um, of sound does it make? Probably more like a <laughs> <laughs> like, did you say something no my butt's clenching there it goes <laughs> moving on um <laughs> join a fun guild unless you're a cool lone wolf kind of person <laughs> then you do you boo yeah you do you every time someone deletes their account baby thrall cries oh my god don't make baby thrall cry or baby thrall baby thrall don't run past mobs Wait for someone to do it first, and then ride behind them, reaping all the benefits of a smooth, unhindered ride. That's a good. That's a good tip. It's a great tip. Nothing pisses me off more than getting 
knocked off my mount or getting dazed. That's right. By That's something I'm right. just trying to pass by. Yeah. It's like, bro. Can't someone you, else? You want to die it? today? Because <laughs> that's how you die. That's, yeah. Bullshit on the wild forms will be swiftly ignored. Yep. By everyone. Yeah. Including your own friends. Stop bullshitting. Stop it. Have you hugged a dev today? Aww. Right? I mean, ask them if they want to hug first, obviously. I mean, I would ask you who your dev would be that you'd like to hug, but I know the answer to that. We all know, th- we all know the answer to that. My answer to that is Lore, because he looks so sweet. Cheeto fingers ruin keyboards. Don't become a statistic. I would hate to know that any of our listeners have been Cheetoed. I eat my snacks with a spoon and a bowl. <laughs> he does, though. <laughs> um, picking the right vanity pet will speak volumes about you. We officially recommend Sporebat. 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 Use proper spelling in general chat or people will assume you're 12 years old or younger. Instantly. Instantly. And then you lose all your rep. Yep. Having a wow podcast makes you a cool person. Clearly. Clearly. (laughs) Clearly. Being OP makes you irresistible to sexy people and sexy raid leaders. You want this? You want these OP deeps? Can't have them. Mm -mm. (laughs) Spoken for. Hear that? Hear that? That's right. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know how to be attractive. Okay. Uh, Stop butt clenching. I can hear it now. Now that I've like tuned in to your bodily functions, I can't unhear it. <laughs> it's surprisingly terrifying. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was the sound of one clenching. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to get through this episode, are we? We're what? Eight, 19 minutes in exactly at this point. You know what? Let's just continue. Um, World of Warcraft. Having an active social life while actually looking like sweaty garbage in real life. All right. Ni- nice. Sweaty garbage. Nice. nice. I'm a dumpster fire. <laughs> Get a comfortable chair or you're almost literally kissing your butt goodbye. You got to take care of that thing. Almost literally. As a gamer, your butt is the most important part it's true. of your body. Well, actually, no. I mean, you, you can't even work on those flicks. Maybe it's your fingers. that hand-eye. Although I've seen people who can't sit down and who don't have hands who still play. Tazon Day doesn't sit while he's playing. That's right. Tazon Day. Tazon Day. He's like, I don't even need a chair. Doesn't sit while he plays Overwatch. <laughs> Tazon Day. Stop. Stop. <laughs> okay. I met him at BlizzCon. He was awesome. Last one. Transmog is everything. Just because you're a noob doesn't mean you have to look like one. Amen, sister. That's right. Good list, good list. Thank good, you. Nice, that's, nice, a good, nice. that's a good list, yes. Nice. Um, Blizz, feel free. Yeah, Please. they're all yours. Eat of our bounty. It's a literal cornucopia of ideas. And while you're at it, you should add, listen to the LB podcast on your as a tip as well. Yeah. Everybody Does the LB stand for pounds? <laughs> listen to the pounds podcast? <laughs> That'd be that's a horrible hardly, name. That's hardly better. <laughs> and so, usually we save this for near the end of the show, but since it's... T- you know, topical. Um, if you guys have any WoW tips that you think that the the majority of World of Warcraft players could benefit from, please give them to us so that we can read them on the next show. Yes. And then we can make a collective list and literally send it to Blizz, written in crayon. Are you are you calling an audible, making this the question of the week right now? Yes. Right here and right now? Question of the week. Uh... <laughs> what? <laughs> what is your suggestion for tips for the loading screen? That's right. Tips for the loading screen. Just a tip. That's right. As many as you want. <laughs> it's Sorry. Sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry. So it's been one hell of a week in Overwatch, my friend. Oh, my God. Well, not you. You're not my friend. Hey, wait a minute. Oh, we're friends. I mean, not anymore, Wait, since what? I can hear your butt. <laughs> Stop! Uh, um, yeah, just one hell of a week. Lots of surprises, lots of suspense, lots of mystery, lots of speculation. Romance. Action. Danger. Horror. Clenching. Danger. Um, but first, uh, we wanted to congratulate uh, Blizz and the Overwatch team 
for winning uh, the Dice Game of the Year Award. Nice. What's Dice? Um, it is the Design, Innovate, Communicate, and Entertain Summit. It's an annual... Uh, this is straight from Wikipedia. It's an annual multi-day <laughs> gathering video game executive thing <laughs> held in Las Vegas. Nice. Established in 2002 by the Academy of Interactive Arts and Sciences, the conference is a host is host to the annual Entertainment Software Association Interactive Achievement Awards. Nice. Congratulations and, yeah. on Game of the Year, Overwatch. That sounds familiar. It does sound familiar. I, I feel it? like they just keep doing that. Wow. Overwatch is just an award-winning mother. Yep. Yes, it is. So... Okay, what what's happening in game though? Like, what's going on in the PTR? What's happening? Ooh. I'm going to get you to explain this because I've been talking my ass off. Oh my and it's god! Clenching. Okay, okay, okay. Keep it. Keep Here's it what's going, going on. This week, uh, Overwatch released a new blog. There's an interview with inventor Effie Oladel- Oladele. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Oladele. <clears throat> but little Effie was uh, was featured in the spotlight on Nubani in an Atlas News interview. She's 11 years old. Adorable. She's a robotics and AI genius at a young age. And in the interview, she hints that she'll be creating something new with the funds that she um, earned through the Adawe Foundation's Genius Grant. Quote, it's a secret for now, but my parents are taking me on a trip to celebrate. It'll be my first time flying, so I can't wait. Unquote. <gasps> so, on the strength of that alone, as you can imagine, everybody went crazy. Including with me. fan theories. Yes, yes. Because this was, this was posted from Atlas News on the spotlight of Nubani, Nubani which is, you know, the, the fictional in-game um, news source. Nubani is not a real place? No, no, no. I'm sorry. I delete the word fictional. I don't know what I was getting at there. Never mind. <laughs> um, so Atlas News, uh, when Blizzard posted that on their blog this week... With no context whatsoever, all you got was this interview with this little girl who's a genius in robotics. So yeah, so everybody's like, "Please, isn't gonna let you play as a little girl because you can't kill little girls." Yeah, yeah, yeah. She can't possibly be the new hero. No way. She can't be the twenty fourth hero of Overwatch. She's eleven years old. Mm-hmm. So um, PVP Live put um, a series of articles together from it. Um, we're we're linking to them in the show notes because they did a good job of pulling a lot of the other sources together. Um, including Reddit, including 4chan. Uh, honestly, it was all over the place. So here's a little bit of a breakdown about what the rumors are and what's going on. Break it down! Let's, Let's break it down! <laughs> go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> Ew, stop. <laughs> Literally, stop. All right, let's go down the rabbit hole. Okay. So some in-game changes and some fan theories. Um, let's, like, just for just for shits and giggles. All right. Okay. In Numbani, when you are attacking the point, attacking... Attacking, you start not in, defending. Right. You start in the in the lobby area of what is supposed to be an airport. And that's that's the big room with the big glass windows on both sides. There's a big travel board about arrivals and departures up in mm-hmm. front of you. And You're always fucking with the luggage? Yes, of yeah. course. That's exactly it. So um the board of travel includes changes to arrival statuses and even changes to some of the cities. So this article from PvP Live Notice that the board has been changed, that it's different, that it's updated, uh, and that some of the cities have been changed around and that sort of thing. Now, somebody named Oscar, a guy from Hungary, commented on the article with a link to a YouTube video from September of 2016 where the new changes were already showing. So we can't say how long that's been up, but just because it's not necessarily new doesn't mean it's not related because we know that Overwatch is playing the long game with some of these hints. Oh, yeah. As with all of the stuff with Sombra. The very long game. But strap in. Because there's more. There's more? There's freaking more. Okay. So from 4chan, there's somebody who opened a thread about a bunch of leaks. And I guess they're claiming to work there or somehow have the inside track. They talked about uh, in January of this year um, some stuff that was upcoming from the Lunar Festival, which proved to be true. So that's why there's, you know, maybe... Maybe some credence to this. It's all hearsay. You can't tell. It's all tell. maybes. It is 4chan after all. Who is this 4chan? Yeah. Who is <laughs> this 4chan? <laughs> so um, um, they listed um, some origin story stuff about May, which is also super crazy interesting. Uh, but then also they mentioned that Doomfist is not going to be up next. That instead, the new hero will be Ankora. Mm. She'll be a female Omnic. She'll be a quadruped codenamed Ankora. And in order to balance out the tank roster, they needed another uh, tank that's heavy defensive like Reinhardt. Right. So it says that she's from Numbani and she has a West African accent. Cool. So, you, so. Know, you know, that's kind of 
heating up a little bit. And then if you go further back. Further back? Yes. In the Wayback Machine to 2015's BlizzCon, when they're showing some of the early gameplay mock-ups, literally the art behind some of what the gameplay might look like. This is not even that close to what it ends up looking like. Yeah, it literally says on the screen, early gameplay mock. Right. Yeah. And it's and it's it's art. It's beautiful. Um, it's something we would hang on our walls, I'm sure. Um, but in this photo, you can see one of the characters soaring above. I think it's maybe Winston jumping. It's kind of hard to see. It looks it's... like Tracer. Okay, so maybe. And then on the right is a big old Roadhog, and he's firing. And, and you know, So there's, just a, there's a, a number of different characters. And then in the center of the screen, Mercy is flying through the air, and she's charging up something that looks like a giant spider. <gasps> a giant, like, robot like spider. Like a mecha spider, yeah. Mecha Shiva spider! Mecha Shiva! Mecha Shiva! Mecha Shiva! Mecha Shiva! <laughs> so, you know, plot thickens, right? Right. So it's an epic snapshot of a battle. Uh, this quadruped mech robot thing is kind of firing a laser right in the center of it. So that kind of adds to the mystique of this whole thing. Again, the long game, along you know these things that have been around for a long time, um, that they're maybe may or may not, not may or may not be hinting at or showing. And then from the official Play Overwatch Twitter account two days ago, breaking news: OR fifteen mm. defense units destroyed in confrontation with an unidentified attacker at Nimani Airport. Mm. No civilian civilian casualties reported. And they included with that an image. It's the same room I was just describing, the starting point for when you're attacking on Nimbani with the giant screen. Where you're fucking with the luggage. Yes, we are fucking with the luggage. Well, now everything's been fucked with. It's all a rubble mess. So, um, and the cool thing about that image is it's a still from the breaking news uh, share on Twitter. But now, live on the PTR, the arrival board is destroyed, the room's turned Uh. to rubble, a robot is smashed directly into the wall, and more importantly... The Doomfist Gauntlet that's featured on the map, uh-huh. both on the payload and in the opposite team's spawn room, uh-huh. gone. Oh my god, <laughs> gone. Can you just like the fucking feels that you get, right? Like, yeah, like goosebumps, man. Yeah, and everybody's you know, there's been plenty of rumor, rumor going around about Doomfist, so I think you know, and I, and I feel like there's been some imagery somewhere else about some of that Doomfist stuff being gone. I so think Doom, the Doomfist like being the next character was a little too. Obvious? Obvious, yes. So this just throws everybody off the scent, you know? Yeah. Oh, but well, then but then what if? And then unless, why? And then what's happening? Like Yeah. Oh. I mean, unless this little girl is gonna be Doomfist. Maybe? Or maybe that's an older article, or maybe if she's not new, then maybe Doomfist is a an android or something or a robot that she's creating. I don't their know. theories abound, you guys. They're all yeah. over the place. And honestly, the Sombra stuff was really interesting. But some of it was a little ethereal for me. Some of it was just a little bit like crazy math in yeah. the patterns of There's only like a certain like, type of person who'd be able to figure that shit out. You know? Yeah, but it all fit her really well because oh, she's a I, hacker yeah. and it's Absolutely. all database. That all made perfect sense. This is a little bit more on my level. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Something I can kind of actually understand. This is more like a, like a mystery novel yeah. type thing. Yeah. It's so cool. So I hadn't, I don't think I'd heard the the term ARG before as, in terms of alternate reality game. Mm-hmm. Um, or if I had, I don't think I'd been calling it an ARG before. So anyway, there's, I, I think we're firmly in the, in the realm of the new ARG. Yes. For announcing the new hero. So theories abound everywhere. Um, the one, the one other one I want to bring up real quick because it was super interesting was that there was a Reddit user who came up with an idea that she will be the next hero. But instead of venturing out as an 11-year-old girl that you, that's going to get shot in the head, mm-hmm. Can't have it. she stays in the home base and sends out mechs or yeah. robots that she controls out on the battlefield. Yes. She could just stay there in, in the, the waiting room. Yeah. And then every time one of the robots dies, you go back to the spawn room. Right. Pick a different robot. Yep. Something like that. Something like that. Oh. Yeah, and then she's controlling them from back. I mean, that's that's cool. It's completely random. I don't think he had any like basis for this. Just a theory, but a cool theory, right? Totally. There's another theory that you know she mentioned how she's going to take a plane ride with her parents. Mm-hmm. That that could go a, a variety of different ways. That maybe tragedy strikes, and then that house somehow leads. To the, but that could be a variety of ways. This. Is she alive, but her parents die, yeah, or vice versa? Or, or are they all gone, and her brain lives on an AI, yeah, or something? Like it could be all all kinds of cool mysteriously things. Seriously, over yeah. some continent, over the ocean. Oh, I don't know. Right. Maybe she gets kidnapped. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Or maybe she was just maybe all this destruction was them kidnapping her when she was going to the airport. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, who knows? That's so probably it though. Yeah. 
<gasps> so it's all over the place and it's like crazy interesting and exciting for overwatch so that's it yeah and do you like do you think that they're going to announce the new character before blizzcon or after oh yeah 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 i mean the last character was summer release was november of last year at blizzcon right so it's been about three months or so i don't think they want to wait a whole year before they release another hero yeah I don't know that they, they've released any timetables as far as how, how long in between each hero, but I sincerely doubt it would be a whole year. Even if it is. I mean, it's just, it's so admirable, the the, the long game that they're playing and, yeah. and all the effort that they've put in, because they could literally just say, here's another hero, here's another hero. Yep. But like, since day one, they've made every measure to make sure that we are completely invested in these characters and it really shows, you know, like yeah. just like how popular the game is, the volume, uh, the disgustingly huge volume of pornography <laughs> <laughs> and just like the fan sites and the art, the, the fan artwork and the cosplaying and, and, the, yeah. and the, the slash fiction, you know, like it's like I, I joke. I mean, it's not a joke. I mean, that's all true. But, you know, but I'm but what I'm saying is like this isn't just a a gaming phenomenon it's a cultural phenomenon yeah and this is why they're like it's 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 blizzard og you know blizz takes their ideas and they push them to the nth degree and we can't help but just like consume and make them our lives right and this is one of the reasons why you know on the off chance that you get frustrated that something is taking longer than you wanted it to or or a release date gets pushed back this is why we always trust in them, at least you and I, this, like, I feel like we, we have that in common that we always trust that, you know, their, their theory that it will be released when it's ready has mm-hmm. always been the right one. Yep. Because. Because I don't want they, it. They I don't want it too excellence. soon. Yeah. If it's not going to be Blizz standard. Right. I want Blizz standard. I'm willing to wait as long as it takes for the Blizzard standard. Yeah. So that's fine with me. Yeah. So at the end of it, there's theories. Theories are abounding including one final one where somebody's positing that both Doomfist and this new person and Korra or whoever else it might be would be released at the same time even. Well, that'd be kind of fun because like, remember when Anna was released and everybody played her? Yeah. Like you'd literally go into a match and it would be all Anna's just because people wanted to try. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And I remember how uninterested I was in the idea of a, of a healing sniper. I was like, ugh. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't care about snipers. Whatever. And now I love her. And she's, now you're in love with yeah, her. Yeah, I've been playing her like crazy lately. <laughs> yeah. Well, Liz always does that to me. Well, I, I can't wait to see how this unfolds. And even if it takes the next year to completely unfold and we get the final like piece of the puzzle at BlizzCon, yeah. that would be great. I don't care. I just, I'm so excited. And this really takes you out of the gameplay and, and and just makes it so much more. And that's what Blizz does. So thank you, Blizz, again. Shit. Oh, hey, you know what I just noticed? What? The image um, from the Twitter post, the live from Nubani International Airport, OR-15 defense spots destroyed in major confrontation. And then there's a ticker across the bottom. All flights in and out of Nubani, Nubani su- suspended. Purpose of attack still unknown. Eyewitnesses report sighting of, <gasps> and then it cuts off. Uh-huh. But right under that, photo by Effie Oladale. Oh, my God. Oh my god! <clears throat> so she's the one who took the photo. So she's there. of this rubble and this mess. So I, you know, maybe maybe there goes the theory of her being kidnapped here because this is her photo. Whoa. Okay, so she's not. She's she was she was just there. She was there. So this was this was her and her parents going to the airport for the big trip she was talking cool. about. Oh my god! This is unfolding in real time, listeners. Oh, I've got goosebumps on <gasps> me. Ew. <laughs> And now, it's time for some Hearthstone news. Here's your hosts, Gary and Thorn, and... Ugh, what a rush. Feast. So what's going on in Hearthstone lately? Oh boy. Okay, so the path to the Springs Championship starts in your backyard. Um... Okay, not really. Okay. But this week, uh, Blizzard posted info on how you can host a Spring Tavern hero qualifier locally. In my house. Not well. In my room. You probably need a venue. On my bed. Like a bar or something like Under that. Under the blankets. Um, but Under the covers. Starting one. <laughs> Clothing optional. Wow. What? 
I think you will have the best attended um, Spring Tavern Hero Qualifier there ever was. Is that what they're calling it now? <laughs> Apparently so. Starting Wednesday, March 1st, approved fireside gatherings will be able to host ta- Tavern Hero Qualifiers. Winners of these three competitions will be eligible to participate in the Tavern Hero Tournament for a chance to earn a spot at the 2017 Hearthstone America Spring Playoffs. Oh my god. Okay. So when, okay, but when they say spring playoffs, like I, I think of like a maypole with like people <laughs> running around with ribbons and stuff. Like why? <laughs> like I'm thinking flowers. I'm thinking Easter. What? Okay, sorry. I don't. I'm just, I don't know. What with thinking her stone? Of, yeah, I don't know why you're thinking that. Lots of sex. Is that what happens at fireside gatherings? Um, as far as I know, never being to one. Yes. Yes. Okay. Fair enough. Well, um, look, more info on this in the in the link in our show notes. Uh, including a list of rules that must be abided by in order to host a qualifier. But I have one last note on this. If you are an aspiring qualifier yourself, you cannot be the one to host one of these oh. events. <gasps> then that's perfect. Yeah. So there's plenty of us losers who are never going to be Huge losers. good enough at, at Hearthstone to be a, a true contender in this. But I would love to organize one of these things. I would make hors d'oeuvres. Yes. Delicious vegan hors d'oeuvres. Yes. And Mountain Dew. Yes. We could play Edward Mountain Dew hands and tape the Mountain Dew two liters to our hands and then you can't remove the tape until you finish the two liter of Mountain Dew. I I will take that challenge. And then we will game. I think I'll be the greatest fire side diabetic coma <laughs> first, but when I recover, I will game, yes. All of these are for the purposes of humor and are not recommended. Okay. Do it. So um <laughs> So that's that's a thing, and it's pretty cool. You should check it out. Um, and if there are fireside gatherings near you, just know that it could be more than just getting together to play. This yeah. could actually be qualifying for the tournament, which there is might pretty be sweet. Pie. Yeah. So you think you can cast? No. Yeah, me neither. But um, <laughs> three new duos of Hearthstone casters joined Tespa for the Tespa Collegiate Series, including Dan Gaskin, Ex Scoundrel, which is a sweet name, Gailstrom, Waddles, JV, and Neptune. So congratulations to all the new caster congratulations, talent. Congratulations, guys. And look, remember, guys, if you're interested in esports, <clears throat> there are a variety of ways to get involved. A whole variety. Including, you know, this is this is casting. And this was an announcement from Blizzard on this. So, um, And then on that note, if you think you have what it takes to become a caster, you should take a, a look at the other article we're linking in our show notes by one of these casters named Neptune. He, he's writing for PvP Live, and he lays out the core competencies of becoming a caster. And that, that includes since excellence in broadcasting items, such as not, not running over one another's words. I hate when they do that. Yeah. That's or, why you shouldn't do it. Yeah. Or use hand signals to indicate your turn. He just used a hand signal. I just did. I never do that to him. <laughs> Ever. I just talk louder. Yeah. Uh, do your homework. Stop. I'm talking. So no, go ahead. Do your homework so that you, you know, as a caster, you actually know what you're talking about. That makes sense. Uh, Steer away from negativity and highlight the players in the game above all else. Now, there's more to it than that. And it's a really well done article. So you should definitely check that out. Link will be in the show notes. Get involved, man. Or not. Whatever. You're here just in time. Point me to the stage. Heroes of the Storm News. Ask me no question. I tell you no lie. Okay, now I'm the one doing all the talking, but here you go. Uh, the Western Clash Stank Rank... Stank? Ranking? Stank Rank? The Western, the Western Clash, Clash Stank Rank? Stank Ranking is out, guys. Okay. So if you want to find out the rank of your stank... <laughs> Nobody wants to know that. Nobody wants to hear the truth. <laughs> My stank is at the top of the list. All right. So if you're looking to keep up on the uh, HGC tournament, Blizzard put out this uh, great article... It reviews and ranks the top teams that are gearing up for this Western Clash. And for the uninitiating, for the uninitiated, the Western Clash is the first global event of HGC 2017. It's taking place in Katowice in Poland. And forgive me if I'm pronounced that incorrectly. Uh, but there's a $100,000 prize pool on the line. So, um, and, and being a global event means the play styles of multiple regions will clash oh, cool. in this, which is always an entertaining time and which nearly always influences the game's overall meta afterward. How couldn't it? Yeah, totally. So the one, uh, one of the noticeably things, uh, one of the noticeable things on this list is that the North American teams are quite low what? on the list. What the hell are we doing otherwise? Yeah. What are we doing over here? Well, so teams like Temple Storm used to just dominate and they've fallen from grace over the past uh, while yet. Wow. Um, and others have taken up 
taken up the mantle, um, including some really cool up and coming teams and some really cool new teams that are just unstoppable. So, um, if again, this is just right along the, the same lines as the Hearthstone stuff. If you're listening, you've ever considered being an esports star, the landscape is ripe for your talent. Things like the HGC Open, they're made specifically and especially to give you and your team shot at shots at the big leagues and, and the pro scene. So this is something that's happening. It's something that's ongoing. Um, you should get involved. You should follow it. Uh, if it's too late for you to get involved now, because I don't know the particulars on that, um, then you should at least follow it um, so you can be prepared for the next time. Yeah, we know you guys can do it. If it's your dream, do it. This was our dream, podcasting. Now look at us. And here we are. Podcasting. So... Don't be afraid of your dreams unless they're nightmares. Yeah. In which case, wake up. Yeah. Just follow your heart. That's what I do. Yeah. Hey, this is Jimmy. If you can dream it, you can do it. (laughs) What's that from? That's from uh, the ice skating movie. Oh. Um, um, Blades of Glory. Blades of Glory. Yes. That's a good movie. Underrated flick. Very. We asked. You answered. Here's our question of the week. Uh, so last week we asked you, what appeals to you about your guild? And we got some very interesting answers. I expected them like all to be generically positive, but they're actually all very interestingly positive. Oh, nice. So the first uh, response we got was an email from Fakbupog. Fakbupog. And he says, the only thing keeping me in my guild... Familia de Thrall. <laughs> Sorry. That's an interesting name. <laughs> is that it's one of the few that is both active and not filled with stupid dialogue in guild chat. In addition to this, it's been around since vanilla, so I don't have to worry about returning to a disbanded guild after a deployment. I've been in a lot of shitty guilds, so I've always been grateful to have been a part of a group. It's literally the only reason I haven't transferred from my server. Can we just take a moment real quick to... Thank Fakvapog for his service. Absolutely. Buddy, you've contributed to the show. Mm-hmm. You've always been a great fan. You've mm-hmm. just been a good, and not just of our shows, of other shows as well. Mm-hmm. You're an appreciator of things. You know what, buddy? We appreciate you. So hard. You know we love you, though. Yeah, man. Even you and your familia del yothro. Familia del yothro. Familia del yothro. I kind of like that name, though, even though I can't pronounce it. I do. It's pretty sweet. That's good. So that's a, you know... That's a good reason. I mean, yeah, we, we're we constantly touting that we've been around since since 2009 on mm-hmm. Boulderfist US, Blood of the oh, Scribe Guild. Blood of, Blood of the Scribe on Boulderfist US? Wow. Yeah. I mean, but the reason we're always saying that is for that for the same reason. There are people who take breaks from the game. Mm-hmm. There are people who can't understand that. Don't know why you'd ever do that. Why the hell would but, you do that? <laughs> but uh, there are people who do that. So when you come back, it, it's nice to know that your friends are still around. You're still yeah. here. Where everybody knows your name. <laughs> Not your real name, but your, your in-game name. Cheers. Cheers. And then uh, our buddy Draven Dresden says, Why the guild I'm in? CTR on Airy Peak US has over 5,000 unique players and over 8,000 characters. Can find a group for anything. I mean, doesn't get better than that, right? I mean, hot damn if you're doing anything, man. Hot damn. And we love the CTR guild. Yeah, group. totally. Love They're, those guys. Like, literally, every I can always kind of tell who's in CTR before I know that they're in CTR because they're so fucking nice. Yeah. Like we're, funny. we're not in that at all. Yeah. But, then, but they're all like, oh, hi, I'm nice to you. And I'm like, whoa, <laughs> that's weird. But I really appreciate it because my soul is so wounded. Not, I'm just kidding. I'm not really. Help me. Um, <laughs> Epic Insanity uh, at Epic underscore Insanity says uh, the sex appeal. We are all sexy motherfuckers in and he links his guild. R.A. underscore Zuljin. You know, it's good to surround yourself with sexy people. Yeah. Just like all you guys, you listening. You like that sexy energy or the sexergy. Hey, you like that? You like that in your ear? Yeah, right <laughs> in your ear. My face is literally pressed right up to the microphone. Mmm. I hope that sounded good. I guess I'll just <laughs> cut it if it doesn't. <laughs> and then Platinum Monkey, our buddy understands, says... Who is in our guild. Yes. He says, I prefer guilds with edgy names on Boulder Fist US. I especially love ones that are looking for a tank and a healer. <laughs> See, I understand how to get it done. Yes. Um, we actually found a tank. Yeah. And maybe a healer. So we'll get back to you on that. Yeah, totally, which is pretty awesome. Um, but thanks, Understand. I really appreciate you helping us find. Still looking for more DPS. Yeah. Come on, join us. So if you're interested, come on down. Or up. 
Whatever. Uh, Karova at Karova says, uh, it's just me and my alts in there. No guild drama at all. Oh, all right. Well, <laughs> hey, if that's what appeals to you about it, then that's awesome. Yeah, this game takes all shapes and sizes. It does. And in Wonderland, at and the gamer says they don't talk to me unless I start the conversation. It's very nice for us introverts. That See? is that is so nice. All shapes and sizes. Definitely. I mean, it would be weird because like you join the guild and everyone be like, "Hi." <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, and then later on you'd be like, "So, how's the weather?" Fine. and it'd be nice yeah i mean you don't have to respond because i don't think people generally assume you're being rude there's just a lot of things going on in game and you can't always look at guild chat so that's right that's you know i realize when i talk to somebody online not in game i feel like i don't know what i'm doing like do i do i like message you every day every other day like do i message you when I know that the person's probably working or sleeping, you know, like I don't like what do I carry on this conversation? Like, I don't understand just like in real life. I just don't know how to talk to people, I guess. But in wow, it's like, I can see what you're doing. I have a ballpark idea of like how long that might take. Uh, DBM will tell me if you're fighting a boss, I can, uh, ask you in like guild chat if i you know am open to other things people saying things or i can whisper you if it's a little more personal yeah and when you're talking to somebody in wow like if you've been doing it for a really long time like i have you never ever ever expect anyone to get back to you immediately so it's just kind of nice and for somebody like me who has trouble like you know speaking to people regularly it, that gives me an excuse to think about what the hell I'm going to say next, you know? Yeah. So it's just, I, I think, like, I I honestly talk to more people in WoW than I do in any other way in life. And that's just the way I've become comfortable with. And it's just, it's funny because I was thinking about that the other day. So anyway, sorry, random tangent. Not at all. That's that's awesome. I mean, that's the point, right? Yeah. Um, my friend Speedy Spaz at Spaz Weston says... Well, there is CTR and the Green Wall, and then there is AIOD, where we just hang out and play games. <laughs> Did he say games with like a Z? No, I put the I put the Z on it just to. I just thought Spaz could games. You know, that's probably how he'd say it. I mean, he's got an Australian accent, so he'd be like games. <laughs> Speaking sorry, of Australians, sorry, Spanky Hunter says sometimes it's rainbows and unicorns, but mostly drama and explosions. Hey, both of those things are. All four of those things are great. <laughs> uh, Zorts at Wormcast says, Not in a guild. Haven't actually been in one in almost two years. Just bouncing around my RP server solo mostly. Nice. That's cool. See? I love that. Different strokes. We've, to we've each got their the whole. Own. Yeah. I like that. Actually, I hadn't been in a guild until Blood of the Scribe. And that was in 2009. But I've been playing since Vanilla. So I've been completely just tooling around by myself. Lone wolfing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I'm glad I joined. We're glad too. Are you? Yeah. I don't know who we is. The rest of us, I guess. Sure. So <laughs> thank you guys for answering that question. It was really cool to sort of like, you know, get an idea of, of what keeps a person in a guild. And, and it's not uh, it's not a general thing. You know, it's, it's all things. And that's why there's so many guilds for so many people. Absolutely. And just as a reminder, our question of the week for this week is now, what is your tip for the loading screen? Yes. If you were writing a tip for the in-game loading screen, what would it be? Yeah. Just imagine you're standing on a podium and everybody on the earth who plays World of Warcraft is staring at you. What is? What are you going to tell them that's going to make their gameplay and their life better? Nice. Yeah, it is nice. It's nice. Listener feedback time. Because the more you write, the less we have to. Thanks. So we got a cool email from an yeah. anonymous person. Can more I... more Anon, huh? Is it from 4chan? Probably. Ooh. I think the person Who leaking... Who is this 4chan? The person leaking on 4chan is probably Jeff. Doesn't he look like he's the king, just like the king of 4chan? <laughs> <laughs> Like he looks all looks sweet. Like... He looks all sweet and innocent, oh. but on the inside, he is 4chan. <laughs> There's my conspiracy. That's my little conspiracy theory. Okay. Put into there. All right. Um, I'm gonna read this email. Okay. 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 Hey, LB crew. I like your feedback, and I just had something happen in World of Warcraft that I thought I could get your thoughts on. One of my good friends in my guild recently got married, and we were all really happy for him, even though he was gone for his honeymoon for a really long time. 
When he got back, he told us that his wife didn't want him playing WoW anymore and that he was deleting his account. He even gave away all of his gold. I didn't say anything, but I felt kind of angry about the whole thing. What are your thoughts? Thanks, LB Crew. Oh, that's a rough one. Wow. Honestly, I've heard this. I've seen this happen. And I've heard about this happen. It happens a lot. Yeah. And you know what? I just want to preface this by saying it's. I've seen it happen both ways. Mm-hmm. Many times I've seen... I, I don't want to presume, but let's let's for the purposes of the conversation, let's say the jealous husband say, mm-hmm. "I don't want you hanging out online with all those guys." I don't know. Sure. So it it definitely goes both ways. Yeah, like for, in the for some spouses, they see WoW as a time drain or an energy drain. It's like, hey, I want your time. I want your energy. You know, and it, it's not even like a like a married situation. I just feel like if your girlfriend or boyfriend asks you to stop playing. It, it depends on how your relationship is, but it doesn't seem as severe as like an actual life partner asking you to stop. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because you have to presumably live with this person for the rest of your life. So, yeah. but yeah, it can be you're spending too much time with WoW and not with me, or I don't like this, the people you're talking to. Like, what are you saying? You know, or I don't know, uh, you're doing something that I don't understand and I don't care to. So stop it or whatever. Um, and sometimes your spouse is completely in the right to ask you to stop playing because maybe sometimes you are ignoring responsibilities and relationships and if you're not careful wow can like really damage your irl probably yeah absolutely oh yeah. there's plenty of evidence of that yeah. so in <laughs> all things in mod- to go back to a, a wow uh, loading tip, screen yeah. tip all things in moderation even oh. world of warcraft <laughs> every time i see that i'm like <laughs> <laughs> whatever <laughs> um <laughs> Says the girl who can't have conversations with people outside of games. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but in, in this uh, specific instance, uh, Anonymous here felt angry about it. And I think what you're feeling angry about is the friendship that you're probably giving up at this point. Um, Absolutely. It's if, if it was like, I play with my friend um, on Xbox Live or whatever, and we talk and it's fun. And now my friend can't play that game anymore. It's like, okay, but we can still talk or whatever. But in WoW, it's like, if you have a friend in WoW, you're hanging out with that person. You're doing things with that person. You're interacting with that person. You're achieving goals together and stuff. You're doing things that that make human beings bond, you know? It happens, like, people leave the game so often that you kind of know that once they give up WoW, you're not going to talk to them. You know, unless you have really strong bonds outside of the game somehow, you're, you're not going to see them anymore. That's it. And well, sometimes that's the that's the main thing that's that you have in common. Yeah. I've had friends who have departed the game. And once they've departed, we're, we're still friends on Facebook or we're st- we still have each other's phone numbers and things like that. But it's yeah. it's hard to have conversations be- when the rest of your lives don't align. That's just Absolutely. human nature. That's why it's so nice at BlizzCon, because you can look at these people and think, I have something in common with all of these people. And it's, it's like such an amazing feeling. But when somebody closes that part of your life and you never really hung out otherwise, then what 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 is there? What I don't know. It's just when you love WoW and you love what you're doing in game and somebody takes off. Actually, it, it that happened last night, actually, in our guild. And, uh, one of the OG members left. That's right, yeah. Deleted all their characters. And... I asked why, and they said, you know, I'm I'm moving on, I'm starting a new chapter in my life, I want to get married and get a job, blah, 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 and I'm like, you can still do all of that, and like, wow, like, it's, it's not mutually exclusive, and he's like, yeah. yeah, probably, and I'm like, okay. For some people, it's just too hard. Yeah, and it, it hurt me, like, I understand how this guy feels, I mean, I, I wasn't super friendly with him or anything, but I think just the implication that... You have to get rid of WoW to like succeed in real life. Like that's not true. It can be true yeah. for some people, but it's not. And so, I think that just there's nothing you can do about it. No, there's not. And in this case, um, this person has a lot of things to consider that are outside of what you are even aware of, um, which is rough to say to you, anonymous. But um, you know, just just try to try to understand that you know they may or may not want to do this themselves. Sometimes people leave the game grudgingly and find that their lives do improve because they've maybe been putting too much time or energy into it, and 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 again avoiding things that they shouldn't have. Other times they come back because they're just like, you know what, I'm missing the fun elements that I that I wanted, and, and now I'm back, and I'm just gonna 
I'm going to be careful about the time I spend in here. and If they're allowed back. And that's the other thing. It's like when somebody says, oh, my spouse says I can't do something anymore. This is kind of cringy, you know? That's, and that's their, that's their own alarm bell to deal with yeah. on their end. Their, their yeah. own red flag that is going to but be a factor we, but in the relationship. What, but what if, this, you know, what if this guildmate who left really didn't manage his time well? Maybe he was ignoring his wife. Who knows? But ultimately, Anonymous, um, you did the right thing by not saying anything. And your your feelings of anger are totally valid because your friend's leaving and assumedly you guys don't hang out otherwise. And I'm sorry. That yeah, that's that stinks. That, that really sucks. Um, there's nothing you can do about it except, you know, just try and stay in touch with them and, and hope that, you know, I think in a new relationship or like a new marriage or something, there must be, you know, a certain amount of time where everything's new. Like the honeymoon period. You know yeah, what I'm talking absolutely. about. Absolutely. You know, all that shit settles down eventually, and soon the wife will, you know, find her book club or whatever. Maybe she'll pick up a game. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, I'm angry with her, and I shouldn't be. But First of all, book clubs, there's nothing wrong with those. I know, second but I'm all, just saying... I love that you went there first with something like I'm sorry. Ca- kind of categorically lame. Yeah, I did. See, that's me getting angry. Don't get angry. Maybe the wife will find something enjoyable to do herself, like some golf, or I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no offense to golf players you know what i'm just gonna stop whatever golf sucks yeah it does um <laughs> but she'll find something to do you know being with her husband 24 fucking 7 isn't going to be the thing of life you know and when that happens maybe he'll be able to come back to wow yeah i got news for you your friend's not that cool no he's gonna be back he'll be back they all come back they all you can't you can't <laughs> You can't stay away I'm from obviously wow. just making that up but no it's true though no but i'm sorry though honestly it's it's rough so yeah Good luck to you on that. And keep in touch with them. Absolutely. And remember, give us an update if you there's can. There's just so many people in Wow to be friends with. Yes. Just be open to that and you'll find lots of them. Yes. Like in Blood of the Scribe on Boulderfist US. <gasps> wow. We've had people here since 2009. That's a long time. That's a very long time. We don't go anywhere or do anything. Except play Wow <laughs> and other Blizzard games. <laughs> Hooray. Maybe we'll host some fireside gatherings in our last own beds. Night, last night, we had a discussion around 4 a.m. about which sandwich would be the best to have sex with. If you want that kind of love in your life, not sandwich <laughs> love, but, you know, <laughs> guild love, get get on Boulderfist. <laughs> and the, the conclusion that my guildmates came to, I didn't have as much of a say in it, obviously, but uh, was a mozzarella grilled cheese sandwich. Why? Whoa, 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 wait. Why, why mozzarella? Um, because it's, it's, is malleable the word I'm looking for? Yeah. Yeah. And it, but it's like soft and then it gets a little firmer. So once you've made like the hole in the sandwich, oh my God. you know, it, it's, it's kind of, but like, unlike the American cheese slices, it will not leave like a gross cheesy film on your skin. <laughs> and then like the, the grilled part of the bread is, is, is substantial, you know, it's Whoa. like something to hold on to. Grilled. Well, it's a grilled cheese. So but that like, seems like there'd be... But no, but like there's a toasty outer casing that you can hold on to without destroying. <laughs> as long as it's not toasty on the inside, because, ouch. I certainly hope it wouldn't be toasty on the inside. Interesting conversations abound. Yeah. So thank you, Anonymous. Do join us. <laughs> Please consider joining us on uh, Boulderfist US, Blood of the Scribe. It's a PvP server. Get over it. If you two would like to talk about sylphs. At 4 a.m. Sandwich it. Like to- <laughs> <laughs> That's, that, this is your place. Otherwise, uh, just want to, again, thank our Patreons. Thanks, you guys, guys are amazing. Uh, you continue to be so generous and, and ridiculously good to us. Mm-hmm. Um, those of you who listen and like, please give us reviews on iTunes. We love those. Um, we have a really a new one that's really awesome, and it's from Bye, Felicia. Ah, you tricked me. Hey, ballers. Send us your thoughts, comments, dick pics, whatever. We appreciate all content and feedback. Now stay tuned for some other stuff that's awesome. And now, Lagging Balls Theatre would like to present a dramatic reading of Trillix's dialogue in the production Nighthold. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Filthy, filthy, filthy. Uh, filthy, filthy, filthy. I'm not sure what I've done, but I'm positive I deserve this beating. Oh my god. <laughs> 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 
Welcome home, master. May I take your head? <laughs> no. <laughs> Hold still, master. For incineration! <laughs> <laughs> so good to see you, master. How may I sever you? Don't sever me. Well struck, right in my pain cluster. <laughs> <laughs> Stop squirming. Makes it hard to stab you. Pain is an effective teacher, and I endeavor to learn your lesson, master. <laughs> <laughs> Can't take these seriously. Did you receive satisfactory service? <laughs> That's after a wipe, he says that. That's funny. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> you look famished, master. Please have some refreshments. <laughs> <laughs> You're tracking mud everywhere. How dare you track blood across my floor? <laughs> <laughs> Can you please die without making such a mess? <laughs> I'm not sure what I've done, but I'm positive I deserve this beating. It'd be a lot different if he had a robot voice instead of a cute British accent. Yeah. Stop squirming. Makes it hard to stab you. You're tracking mud everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Master, is that you? I barely recognized you with your head attached. Yeah. Have a bite, Master. I know it's your favorite. (laughs) (laughs) It's still funniest in the original voice. I know, right? Thanks for listening, ballers. Here's where you can find and follow the show. Our website is laggingballs.com. Email us at laggingballs at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at laggingballs. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash laggingballs. Reblog our Tumblr at laggingballs.tumblr.com. For Twitch, YouTube, Instagram, and Google+, Plus, search laggingballs. Basically, just search laggingballs, and you'll find us. But avoid image searches if you know what I mean. <laughs> Until next week, ballers, we love you inappropriately. <laughs>